Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of Interactive Artistry. I am Albert, your host for this evening and for all of the Interactive Artistry shows. And this is a first and we're going video for this one. 45 seconds, 42, 41, 40 seconds left until the IGN pre-show of Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer 3 reveal so very excited about that welcome everyone who is watching and not to worry i will figure out some way of having the actual screen here so that you can actually see um the reaction and everything so i'll find a way of doing that but yeah look i hope everyone has been having a wonderful um start and middle of the week and look very shortly this will all be mute because um uh we're about to get started so here we go. And typically, Australian internet is terrible, and I'm needing to restart everything. Here we go. YouTube is unavailable. Exit YouTube. Here we go. Wow. I bet you they just got it started, gotten started, and of course, YouTube is crashing. But that's lots of fun, isn't it? to just um, experience technology as it decides to be. Open network settings, try again, wow. So welcome to Australia, everyone. This is what we're, we're in, in for, but maybe this is the internet's way of saying, look, hey, it's really good to watch other people's kind of uh, pre-show and stuff, but uh, kind of nudging us towards doing our own thing. But that's the thing, it's, it's nice to kind of, um, as we're speaking, having them in the background to sort of riff with them. But um, there you go, I think it's actually telling us to do that. So try again. So here we go. YouTube.com forward slash IGN, hopefully that will bring me to the right place. Okay. Yep, so that is live now. Okay. Here we go. This is just Damon Hatfield doing his thing. Just saying that Red Dead Redemption was released 10 years ago. Gotta love Marty Sleva. What a legend. His cardigan game is strong. In fact, I would say it is the strongest. And Damon is a legend among legends. Um, being with IGN for so long, what a kindred human being would love to speak of them one day, as I would with Mr. Sleva and Alana and all the folks at IGN, which kindred people, definitely. They just spoke with uh, Corey Barlog recently, um, as did the kind of funny guys uh, about God of War. Um, and I figured I'd show you guys here on the air something beautiful which just arrived from Corey to the Palatial Interactive Artistry HQ is a signed poster. Right there, see if I can zoom in for you there. Fantastic, so Mr. CB, Mr. Corey Barlog. Needless to say, no, there are, I've, I've already, ex especially over the past couple of months, had zero words to be able to articulate. This goes even further, further into beyond whatever speechlessness is. And I have nothing but love and admiration for that man, for his team, Matt Sophos, Raf Grassetti, Shannon Sudstill, Bruno Velaquez, Bear McCreary, <laughs> Ariel Angelotti, <laughs> literally Jeet Shroff. I'm going to memorize everyone. I'm going to interview everyone. It's going to be a fun time. But we are here to celebrate and to get amped for Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I am going to go into my own little personal history now uh, with uh, of my sort of, yeah, my history with the game. Um, yeah, so I'm seeing all the sort of stuff that they're discussing here. I'm keeping them on low volume, so just to make sure that like anything that they mention, it'd be nice to kind of riff off of what they talk about. Um, but yeah, I had my opportunity to play 
a Red Dead uh, kind of snatched away from me because of some pretty nasty personal circumstance stuff in 2010. Very toxic uh, family um, and relationship stuff, which was, you know, I won't go into it, but needless to say, really spoiled it. It came out, this person was all over it um, and really like tainted it for me for a while because uh, she would just play it endlessly and um, to the detriment of actual real life stuff. So I, I ended up having this Pavlovian thing of like, oh, Red Dead, negative escapism, bad, bad times. But, you know, I've over time, you're able to isolate these things and you don't obviously want to condemn something just because it was it ha happened to come along during a bad time like games are innocent movies are innocent tv shows are innocent so you need to separate those things out and appreciate them for there because it's a shame to, to to brand them permanently with a particular um time span of things happening so needless to say um as we've been heading towards Red, of, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, I've completely re-immersed into my love of the first. It's detached completely from any kind of bad stigmas or anything. And yeah, I cannot wait to jump into this one. And, and very similar to God of War. Um, uh, it's something that I had had a like a passing interest in. Um, and I appreciated the artistry of and the, and the accomplishment of, but you know, we had our episode six of interactive artistry discussing it uh, in terms of where it would go. And gosh, um, Arthur Morgan just looks like the ultimate Ethan Cohen. Sorry, Cohen Brothers meets Quentin Tarantino meets. Uh, gosh, uh, like this. How, how can I even put this? There is such uh, such gravitas and yet such like threat and, and yet playfulness with him and yeah like obviously i have to throw in sergio leone for that um because yeah i think this uh game is going to be a uh alchemy of those three it's going to be really good that way i think so yeah we are nine minutes away from the trailer premiering and let's have a listen to what these amazing folks are talking about Yeah, so they're talking about train robberies, they're talking about all the features. So I speculated a bit about this on our episode, our sixth episode uh, with um, Eduardo and a bunch of the other folks, including Steve, who, if you're watching this, Steve, we miss you. Let's talk again. And Louise, I think you were on that one too. Jump onto the show again, buddy. Love you. Um, and I think we're definitely going to have a wider uh, discussion on this show once we have everyone back on Interactive Artistry. But, you know, this is yeah, nine minutes away. Um, it's good to, uh, yeah, just put this out. And it's an experiment as well. We haven't done anything of the video format. But, uh, you know, we're just going to see how it goes. And uh, already I'm getting the idea that yeah, um, I used to be much leaner. It's just like, what's going on here? Where's my jawline? So as we move into more video stuff, it's time to shape up. Going to hit that gym, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. But, uh, yeah, so eight minutes now. So... But yes, um, so on that episode, we looked at the map all together. We sort of, uh, we looked at all the potential, like it's just, you know, after having played, um, got, uh, you know, uh, Rockstar games, there, there's certain patterns you can pretty confidently kind of expect there to be in terms of gameplay features um, and, and some narrative features we talked about. Um, uh, again, taking taking from the, uh, going off of the imagery of the first two trailers, but um, some things like wrangling, like uh, rustling, I think they call it, uh, or hustling. Uh, I don't know, I think it is rustling, like wrangling, um, you know, uh, cattle and stuff. Uh, and, and horses, I'm presuming as well, uh, in this brand new kind of uh, setting, which has this more verticality to it, which I'm, I'm loving. So um, there's going to be obviously that feature. There's going to be gangs as well. This online feature, which you know Ray and I, my partner and I, who uh, she does um, emotional intelligence uh, and uh, business and personal kind of life coaching stuff. We talked about um, the kind of connections to Westworld and the sort of uh, opportunity to kind of cathartically express the id and um, sin in peace um, as the new season has been talking about. I think they're just inextricably linked, the two of them, um, uh, Red Dead and Westworld, because of that. You know, it's it's proto, proto, proto Westworld, essentially, this thing. So happy, happy to be, um, you know, swept off into obviously entirely Red Dead focused. Uh, discussion going forward as we, uh, um, you know, 
continue looking forward to the game and, and, and on this sort of a march towards uh, October is going to be good. Um, but we do have Westworld happening now, so any discussions I have, it's it's going to it's going to it's going to figure in there for me. Um, but I know, for example, once we head into actually playing the game itself, it's just going to be a thousand percent the story playing Red Dead. But um, it's just I think it enhances the dialogue about it, and not that it needs further enhancing because you know the prestige of of Rockstar is something beautiful and multifaceted and and ever increasing in quality and artistic achievement and uh, and commercial achievement and critical achievement unto itself doesn't need anything else. But um, it's great to know that there's that, that's an extra layer of its relevance. So so let's hear what they're riffing about. Yep. So. Uh, showing us a couple of the screenshots and just talking about that. But um, here's what I, I want to mention, uh, folks, here. Um, so uh, building off of, again, this is just super early days, but um, uh, I wanted to talk about how six months ago I was in Fiji. Ray and I were on a holiday, Fiji Vanuatu. And I, you know, again, what are you, what are you doing in Fiji? You're trying to enjoy your holiday, uh, you know, just do holiday type things. And yet I had to sort of tug on her sleeve a bit and say, hey, Ray, just letting you know, um, yes, we have all these sort of plans and stuff for the morning and like going to the beach and stuff and by the pool, um, but I have to stay up for, I have to stay up. And she's like, why? I was like, well, I have this Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer is, uh, is premiering. And at the time I was fully set into like this storytelling endeavor which i know will come into play later when you know um you know luck universe uh cosmic energies willing and you know interactive artistry willing uh will be something that we'll be able to address later on with maybe something like dreams and be able to actually create some of these narratives that i've been working on within dreams or going into making connections whatever that but it's way way down the line so um that was the the storytelling aspect so i was pursuing this and was pursuing my abstract art stuff which again it was just like i hadn't like these two aspects very res they resonate a lot with me but there was something amiss and i could tell and she could tell and so the morning after i watched the trailer she pulls me inside and she says albert you've always bounced back to the interactive medium whatever's going on in your life, that's kind of just where you've settled back. And it's not a procrastinatory thing. You have a genuine resonance and passion for this. Uh, you've regaled me about stories about learning English from Mario 64, going into Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9, and like the ever-increasing complexity of language that like because I spent a bit of time in Italy, it helped me kind of ground my English to actually read those words. And so I um, three minutes to go. So needless to say, cutting a long story short uh, and getting to the essence of it really, is I took a big shift of life direction six months ago, um, and uh, it involved re re rethinking what um, the uh, my previous kind of uh, sort of flirtations with um, making something like this. Uh, I had an existing network, which um, it just again there was this when you don't have that center, when you're not centered to what you should be doing, when that hasn't kind of um, when you haven't made peace with that, like things kind of stay inert and and in and in stasis. But this um, uh, a very important moment, which involved directly involved Red Dead, uh, was so formative and so special to me that um, it it bears repeating uh, right here on our as we try this kind of new video format thing, uh, and then you know receiving uh, Corey's wonderful wonderful uh, poster, which is just again no no words, uh, but maybe as I go along into speaking on God of War podcast, I'll be able to articulate some of that um, in some way, maybe down the line. I'm not making any promises that I'll probably still remain essentially mostly speechless um, for that. But uh, needless to say, it's been um, quite the journey and we're just getting started. We're just starting out with Interactive Artistry. We have interactive-artistry.com all up and running thanks to our amazing designer, uh, Mitchell, who has helped me get that started. Um, Daniele just hosted his first episode of Death Stranding podcast. Um, Ed has hosted the past few of them. I'm back on Death Stranding Podcast now that we've sorted out uh, Sunday exclusive recordings, but now I'm just going into admin kind of housekeeping stuff. But needless to say, um, the connection that I have to Red Dead from being, again, back in like 2011 or whatever, when it was very... Oh, not it was very touch and go with my relationship with it because of the associations, personal life-wise, to many, many years later staying up on holiday to watch it having this moment where i woke up and and ray and i just talked about look 
it's funny, like we're watching IGN here. She's like, go work for IGN. Go like put yourself out there. This is something. And I intently, not in that way where you're like, oh, that's great. Okay, sure. I'll look into it. You know how when people suggest things and you sort of have this like half, half-hearted half response or whatever, and you have this interest, but it's holding you back. Nothing was holding me back at that point. Everything she riffed with me about, everything I came to realize based on it's like, well, look at my own actions of staying awake. You know, like this goes beyond anything like recreation competition distraction procrastination any of that crap it's like i've i've really uncovered this medium for me personally and what i believe it to be universally as the most um uh humanity affirming and humanity resonating medium that uh, really like it's the shared aspect of um, interactivity that only this medium shares with life itself. Life is defined by choices. Games are defined by choice. Defined by choices. Um, no other medium echoes life so closely that way. So I figured I'd mention this as well on our first, um, yeah, video as interactive artistry. So anyway, blah blah blah. We are 30 seconds away. So I'm going to um, pipe down a little, and you'll see the trailer. I'm probably going to put it here or there or somewhere. And here we go, 19 seconds to go. So I'm going to put the volume up a bit, and I will chime in with you soon. Or rather, I'm just going to react as no contrivance here. I, nothing is served by being contrived or overblown. I'll just react as I do. Here we go. Enjoy. Listen to me. We don't want to kill any of you. But trust me. We will train. wake him up a little. This whole thing is pretty much Ooh, done. Damn. We're more ghosts than people. The West have nearly been tamed. You have got to keep faith. They will not crush us. So gorgeous. Gunslingers and outlaws had almost passed Dutch. into myth. I love My best this. friend. You know how we met? A pair of hucksters trying to rob each other. Back in 78 or thereabouts. You have to love yourself a fire. It's one of the blessings. Oh, that's beautiful. Sure, we can have fire. And we can have the knowledge of fire. Ooh, fire. But with that comes the knowledge of everything. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a robbery. Sons of Dutch. Makes Whoa. us brothers. Sometimes, brothers make mistakes. You'll never change. I know that. All of you venerate savagery. Damn. You will die. Savagely. Get out here. Stay. That scar Stay. that is definitely John Arsenal for sure. Stay with me. You have to love yourself. That's Dutch. Love yourself for fire. The fire has been lit. It grows every day towards October. Oh my goodness. Beautiful. Listen to me. We don't want to kill Terrific. But trust me, we Tina Amini now joins Damon and Marty. Here we go. Just sorry, folks, I'm watching the trailer again as they watch it again. So actually, I can provide a little bit of critique here as we go through. Yeah, because I'm going to actually um, connect these two uh, videos so that you can see. Okay. So it's basically, the, the impression I'm getting from the narrative is that 
though it is a prequel and the first game, obviously, you know, Red Dead Redemption presented uh, the Wild West as having basically already begun to die, this has this kind of bittersweet last hurrah kind of feel where it's before it's sort of died and like again that's reflected in the color palette reflected in the variety of things you know it just doesn't feel as like dusty and sepia sepia soaked as the first one did um so it's like i mean it's so vibrant i love it so much though because i am super honest with you all i will just say they have a couple months more development to go um they're not up to god of war yet just saying this out of pure love for both rockstar and and, and santa monica studio just saying that's that's that comes from love i think rockstar can take it to the next level they really can with this facial animation i really liked seeing that um so there was this a scarfed lady to the to the right of the screen that's really intriguing Okay, October 26, pre-order. I mean, look, I will now look and see if there is some kind of fancy schmancy collector's edition because I do like to support the people I resonate with. Here we go. Dead Redemption 2. Collector's edition. Here we go. Well, you know, it's... Error, error. 25th of January. Okay, so that's not real. <laughs> you know, these uh, clickbaity type places that they want you to go over to them and say, ooh, did you mean this? And it's like, no, this is completely imagined. Um, and then a bunch of stuff about Spider-Man. Okay, so nothing's been announced yet, but as soon as I hear anything, I will jump on that. Lovely. So they're just talking about somber music. I really loved the music. Oh my goodness. I, I Again, this needs to get way more exposure than the first Red Dead. Uh, we had actually, it's funny, one of the only uh, documentaries that were released for the first Red Dead was about the music. Um, and I hope we both have obviously something like that, more expanded. This is my hope for all of these things. Nothing wrong with hoping, uh, but a more expanded um Look at the music. I would love to see motion capture volume, sorry, performance capture volume footage, just like as we saw for God of War, for um, Uncharted, for The Order 1886, for um, Last of Us as well. So that'll be really good. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, so they're going to start scrubbing through, so I'm probably going to do the same alongside them, because that's what's really handy about when you commentate and uh, yeah, pull up someone else doing the same thing, because it, what it does is that um, you kind of um, have little kind of suggestions here and there. It kind of emulates, because none of my uh, co-hosts were able to join me for this one here, um, which is totally fine. We would have probably organized something through Google Hangouts if we had more time. We're going to get there, folks, with uh, as we as we continue to grow over here with the tech and everything that we're able to um, source uh, thanks to uh, our beautiful patrons we're at something like um, yeah like five or six between six and ten patrons across all the sort of patron pod beans in the patreon so thank you so much for allowing us we're not quite covering all the hosting yet a lot of that's coming from uh myself and i've got the full-time job and everything but uh, again this is it is a start and and to all of you watching to steven to yusuf to um philip campana mr dragon's mana right here not gonna let the first actual video interactive artistry um uh, debut as this impromptu ended up being uh, passed without uh, fully just giving you the love you guys thank you uh, and to Adam as well to Tom to Brendan everyone who um, on all the little platforms it's something that just disappears out of their account they don't even notice but I believe me I notice and it cha it's changed us uh, it's it's give, it gives us hope and uh, gives us motivation and, and um, uh, gosh it uh, yeah more speechlessness inducing times and all, all that i can do with that is just funnel that straight into what we make which is the promise we have uh, for everything we will receive uh, or um, may receive or whatever uh, from you folks uh, it's going to go straight back into the into the show so thank you we, we're, we're servants of uh, what we're able to do uh thanks to you so thank you okie dokie so 
Beautiful. So they're just looking here at the at the writing. So let's see what they have to say. Yeah. Well, being not being that I'm not a countryman of the U.S. and like again, we'll probably get um, some of my uh, you know um, stateside co-hosts. Uh, thoughts on this would be really good but I find that age I mean obviously having grown up with all the you know you name it uh, uh, westerns and, and that kind of era uh, and that kind of area of the world as well and, and time frame as well with all, all kinds of movies and such always held in a, a really deep fascination for me um, love the notion of being on the frontier of something as you know we uh, you know um, fancy a little bit a little bit fancy ourselves to be of like um, even though the games industry is so it is growing it has its audience it has um, a growing appreciation from outside the spheres of just the direct like industry relevant kind of folks um, we're seeing legitimization across all kinds of spheres through um, you know figures like yes Cory Barlog and Kojima who are bringing in actors um, from you know like Cory Barlog got uh, Christopher Judge from Stargate and then we're looking at um, uh, I think is oh Jeremy I should know his name Jeremy Davies I believe his name is from Lost for playing uh, skip forward 15 seconds you'll have time if you don't want to know a character's name actually it's not i won't even name the character because some people are still playing god of war but yeah the stranger played by jeremy davies from lost and i'm um, saving private ryan hello spielberg <laughs> and mads mickelson and, and and norman reedus from the walking dead and the boondock saints um guillermo del toro oscar winning director so the spheres are joining they are venn diagramming so um but in many ways, even though we're growing, we're still on a frontier, a constantly renewing frontier. And I, I resonate so much with that. I love being on that forefront of um, speaking on this, not on this medium's behalf, but speaking to it with just, I mean, we joke around about it as well, but it's, as I've mentioned on previous shows, it's like actually in my heart, this medium. Um, and in what I believe is my kind of core of, reason of being uh is is the idea that uh this art form does parallel life the closest and and it is our gift to be able to create and self-recognize and and create from a place of awareness um and this gift of imagination that humans have it's all tied in um to what i feel is yeah the most um self-true the most aligned form of what art is and and uh, where I believe it's the culmination of, of uniting creator and creation. Like it's, it's without getting too heady. It's just, I, I feel as though it's the, the distillation of, um, the human nature is this medium. I really think so. Um, uh, I'll get a, a, probably a bunch of eye rolls for that, but I really believe so. Um, just from pure evidence that, that I see it being and resonate a lot with Kojima that way about, um, Homo Ludens evolving from, Homo sapiens to Ludens, you know, uh, playing with things. And I, I've said it elsewhere, but like playing with things for me means more, less being childish about it. It means just playing with definitions, playing with what can be done. And um, nothing opens that up more than being hands-on, making choices, which is what games is about, which is what living life to its fullest is about. So it's, again, endlessly, re endlessly renewingly uh, fascinating for me. And um, interactive artistry is just a... Um, a conduit for that and a platform for that avenue for that coolies all right so much tangent taken but lots of love coming from here 1899 is the year oh it's it's uh, frozen on this um i love the the flame theme as in the, a flame maybe the idea of keeping the flame alive of the of the old ways um even the order and technology is encroaching on the the frontier um i just love that uh, dutch represents that no rejection of that even though it's so funny that the the changing perspectives because outlaws want freedom but again freedom allows uh, technology allows a lot more freedom like like railways you know like the freedom to be able to like it's so funny that some people with different ideologies stand on opposite sides of like battle battle lines um but therein lies the drama i suppose incredible oh just some of these images you know uh this is paused on the uh scene where like the sort of main settlement has sort of burst into flames 
and we see uh, this gang of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, well, between 12 and 15 horsemen and women overlooking it. This is fascinating. Oh, goodness me. Now they're talking about potentially controlling more than one character. That would be fantastic. Uh, I see the the Bonnie-like figure there in the trailer who would be amazing to be able to... Yeah, just interact more than just as we did with Bonnie, which I, and if I remember correctly, uh, accurately from the previous game, it, we didn't go too far in, in depth with her because we ended up going on big quests and stuff. And I think it's going to be served best to do, again, sorry to reference God of War, but that perfect balance between... Um, player agency and narrative thrust I think they can strike that <clears throat> you know I think yeah yeah Rockstar deserve not they yeah I can do one better than can do it they will do it it's, it's Rockstar um, and they don't they don't sit on their laurels I'll tell you right now they do not so Oh yeah, so zooming in on a new character, Mr. Handlebar Moustache, but then again we may have seen him in one of the posters. Um, very interesting. He looks like a young Bill Hickok. That um, dual-wielding uh, Deadwood guy, I think that's his name. I don't know if they would combine that character. I don't know if they've tapped into real world this maybe please write in to correct me and i totally understand any kind of um eye rolly kind of comments being like yeah duh but or whatever like i don't know if they will involve real real world figures <clears throat> okay mr boulder hat man who looks totally like pete pete postlethwaite um backed by a gang of different nas dash different nationalities and then to the left will not crush us. guy from first game who I'm like my mind is blanking one of the first outlaws okay yes yeah, so and now we have a wide okay this is the gang and it is more than about six people it's it's quite a significant gang it's like at least 15 people Incredible. That is, it has to be John Marston, absolutely. Yeah, Pete Postlewaite guy is definitely a villain, I'd have to say. Okay, so I've just coming to realize about how I'm going to structure this because I obviously don't want to be taking IGN's uh, footage because you know want to be respectful to them so what I'll probably be doing is at this point you'll probably just see the trailer on repeat um, after I've commentated obviously they'll be timed for the first half correctly with like my sort of reactions and, and commentary and such but after that um, I'm just gonna like loop the thing so you some of my comments may be in time with what's on the screen some of them might not be but needless to say you will have seen the trailer enough times to know what I'm talking about if you're following this so I think it all works out Jesus, that is definitely John Marston with those scratches. It's so good, and, and I think the actor's going to come back, so... Um, I just had a flash of a thought which I need to share with you guys. Super transparent and honest with you guys. <laughs> I already need... I already know that I want to see Red Dead 3. Uh, just because they're, just, they're tantalizing so much by building this mythos out, obviously. Um, it's going to be all about Red Dead 2 for many years. Oh my gosh. They're not going to make another one for a while. In fact, my personal theory is that we're not going to have Final Fantasy, like a whole a whole bunch of them. Final Fantasy 16, uh, God of War 5, Red Dead 3, Fallout 5, Elder Scrolls 6, and GTA 6. They're all going to be on PS5 beyond. That is my theory. So, what are we, Thursday? Th Thursday 2nd of May um, you heard it from Albert in 2018 anyone cu anyone cutting together some giant predictions video 
There you go. Red Dead and Death Stranding are the two games that Marty would just go crazy for, which is fantastic. Uh, as in, like, dive into any material released. Well, we're only about 40 days away from E3, folks, so it's going to be good. We're going to find some more info. Oh! Giant blowout! 7 a.m. Pacific? Eyes on impressions of Red Dead Redemption. Not gameplay, not hands-on, eyes on. Fantastic. That's terrific to hear. Ah, oh, what a great crew they have together at IGN. Always on point. I really vibe with them. Good, good people. Lovely. Fantastic. Damon, ever the professional, just signing out. 7 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. Well, now, ahead of work, I, I know that I'm going to have something to look forward to, or in the middle of work, whatever it ends up being. So, thanks for watching Red Dead Redemption 2. Amazing. So, let me close that down, and I will bear all of you lovely listeners hence into your days, evenings, mornings, etc. So, we're coming on to 40 minutes here on our very first. Um, it's going to be a bit shorter, you know. Uh, in terms of uh, episodes and uh, any kind of structure completely out of the window. But needless to say, that was tremendous and I cannot wait. What I'm going to do obviously after this one is, uh, before editing this one because I want to publish it as soon as possible, is to pour over it as well and I'll find some lovely schmancy fancy way of making this look really beautiful and pretty. So believe me when I when I say this is... Um, to honor your viewership, to honor your listenership, interactive artistry will grow into something that reflects your investment, reflects the the, the passion, the interest, any, any tier of engagement that you have with us, we want it to reflect and honor that. So that's the entire goal here. It's a very simple goal. It's just to... Um, to honor this medium to honor you uh, and to honor our own our own passion and love for this medium so it's simple as that and all of our peers and uh, appreciators and supporters and everyone it's just one big good good vibes fest and uh, yeah that'll be really really good and yeah as I've mentioned before again because this is our first sort of main first video thing uh, and the timeliness of it all sort of worked out but it's here that I'm gonna mention um, without any hint of um, overblownness or eye-rolly intended for eye-rolliness it, it is the the idea for interactive artistry is to to grow it into physical locations is to grow it into a network that spans far beyond what i'm able to host alone um i'm gonna kind of do a little bit of a a kind of a catch up of all my little teasers that I've been giving throughout some of the episodes. So you've had that time to, to obviously find them Easter egg style among all the episodes, but needless to say, um, yeah. So we have Fumito Oeda podcast, God of War podcast, Death Stranding podcast, The Shadow Dome, and Interactive Artistry's main show. Now let me talk about The Shadow Dome right now. So The Shadow Dome is um, our uh, quote-unquote outlier, but here's the thing. What did I mention earlier about Venn diagramming? All the different spheres, all the different mediums, because one thing we want to do is not be insular, is to not be um, exclusionary. We want to specialize in games, definitely, but we do not want to um, do that to the exclusion of other mediums, which they're so connected. We don't want to just suddenly just build a pedestal just for games. We are beating hard is games, is the interactive medium. But what I found as I was going through, and I'm just coming back from my big research and, and business um, endeavor, which took me a bit away from our regular programming, which we're returning to now, is that interactive artistry has three meanings. The first refers to the medium itself, interactive, the medium that most closely resembles life itself is the closest alignment with human and reason for being, which is imagination, participating consciously in life, which we have the ability to do thanks to our gift, which, you know, birds were given wings, <laughs> uh, 
fish were given fins, raccoons were given little grabby hands or whatever, and we were given our um, imaginations, you know? So that alignment there, that's what interactive artistry refers to, number one. Number two, we want it to refer to us interacting with other mediums, interacting with all forms of artistry, because that serves a wider, more multifaceted, more embracing uh, and more universal dialogue, which if you're a film buff and you hear about us through our filmic inclined um, shows like The Shadow Dome and Here I Go, Here I'm About to Drop It. So Dune podcast is going to be coming up and also Avatar podcast as we move closer towards the release of those two as well. Um, And we expect, we fully expect both of those projects by um, the time that they start ramping up to have, I mean, obviously Ubisoft has already announced uh, the Avatar 2020 uh, game, which is, you know, the in time for the sequel that will be announced there. I'll be going to the US in 2020 to see the premiere of that one there and catch up with all my folks that I've uh, made friends with um, through the Interactive Artistry Endeavor in person. There's going to be a lot of in-person cool catch-ups there for the first time, which will be really fun. Um, but yeah, so that is um, the second meaning of of, uh, of of Interactive Artistry, is us honoring the medium through its ability to speak to other mediums, through its ability to engage folks from other mediums. You know, we want photographers. We spoke with Duncan Burney. He's a actual, you know, real life photographer who found this medium, found that he was able to express his instincts, his methodologies, his sensibilities as an artist in this medium. That's perfect. We want it to mean way more, way more than just like, here's something just to honor the medium full stop. No. This is about art. This is about the interaction of art with itself in all of its different mediums, TV, film, everything, because it deserves it. And we are able to speak to that. And we want to set a new standard for that. A lot of um, shows have their variety shows, which I love. Um, IGN, for example, is a network that covers both games and movies in this way. And that's just, they kept kind of separate um, in their feeds. Uh, you won't find many, uh, you know, game references um, in, in like the movie section of IGN, but what we want to do is organically, not in a gimmicky or shoehorned in way. It's just with that basis, with that shared basis of all mediums being basically about expressing an aspect of the human experience, everything can be woven into. And what I'm looking forward to is even as we discuss things like, you know, we have an episode coming up um, that I recorded or that I will be recording timelines, you know, uh, about Godzilla and going forward towards uh, King of Monsters coming out. And I, we, we know that there hasn't been the be-all, end-all, um, what shall we say, the god of war, so to speak, of Godzilla, right? An established character over many years of uh, being entrenched in popular culture. We haven't had that definitive, passionately made, beautifully balanced game. We just haven't had it yet. And that's part of the Make This Exist series on interactive artistry. So that's one thing that it's just... As we talk about it, it won't feel like, oh, well, look at this um, this guy uh, talking about games in the middle of a movie thing. It's like, no, for me, it's like everything is shared. Nothing has to be, um, and not to dilute from anything, because again, I, I need to, as we go into, for example, Kojima, uh, who is a, a, one of the foremost figures of advancing this medium emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, um, he is 70, he, he always admits to being 70% made of movies, you know? So... So that dialogue fits, and 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 it should just be something that flows. Discussion on these mediums should be fluid. It shouldn't be exclusionary. Obviously, have these focus segments. Please do. And and, I, and I'm saying this to myself as like, yes, I know that as we probably talk about maybe the be all end all Tolkien game, it'll be mostly talking about um, what can be done. You know, uh, yeah, like if I wanted to talk about just movies, for example, is what I'm saying. Like I would probably do that. Um, I would never just say like on principle, because that wouldn't be honoring the medium. It has to flow naturally, this discussion of art itself in all these media. It's just like blowing open the doors, like no barriers. We want, we have a, um, a make this make, make this exist um, uh, sub, like kind of collection of chapters together, which are going to discuss games. We started with Justin Dressler talking about the sword and how he's making his um, Barrel's Legacy uh, game based on that and Mastodon, who are this, incredibly cinematically uh um rich and um you know joseph campbell tastics you know hero's journey p- perfectly suited like you'll hear Genova chen 
talk about like the hero's journey and Mastodon talk about the hero's journey in the same in the same breath of all this inspired me like Mastodon's like album Blood Al- uh, Blood Mountain which actually got a, a little mini side scroller game incidentally but it actually uh, it's it it references in the first few chapters um, uh, excuse me um, it references uh, in its lyrics for for Blood Mountain, the hero of the gods, the crossing of the threshold, the belly of the whale, refusal of return. These are all either chapter names or terms or or phrases that Joseph Campbell have used has used in his games. Uh, sorry, in his books. Um, and these uh, again, when I look through, like especially like using Blood Mountain as a model, like as it was when it was released it was released with a map that actually took you through different stages of a mountain which is what journey is which is what so many games are about climbing a mountain in fact you know god of war recently uh it's it's very much that reaching the peak of a mountain so we want that's what i it's it's perfectly aligned that way where there is a cardinal sin which i believe which self undermines eclecticism which is shoehorned forced eclecticism which services nothing it's that that thing of a jack-of-all-trades master of none we do not want that we want to create a wide open organic dialogue which i just haven't seen that predominantly i suppose that's contributing to why i want to sort of create it for myself is because i hadn't felt um a place uh discuss everything kind of intuitively organically at the same time um you know and you'll find someone talk about maybe a movie and talk about the soundtrack and talk about the cgi and they'll just weave into that but i just it's like why not talk about how a game would look like for this you know how why not enrich and add an extra dimension to your dialogue um by talking about a tv series etc etc you know so our if you think about like again uh, this isn't a spoiler or anything but you know midgard the core of us our heart uh around which everything orbits will be interactive because it is my heart it is the heart of as i believe totally open to other interpretations the heart of the human experience i think is this medium and what it can do for us and where it can lead us um in terms of what it can teach us about ourselves um by giving us literally the most one-to-one accurate uh representation uh and the closest resonating medium to our reason for being here and, and what's in our own nature as interactive human beings that need to um engage with the world around them to be who they are like a squirrel doesn't need to do that a dolphin doesn't need to do that to be what it is because they're not defined by that they're defined by flopping around and even though dolphins are very smart and lovely and squirrels are very cute they're not defined by self-reflection um by creating they're not defined by that we are so it's yeah again i'm dipping into that but that's that's definitely the core uh, of us and but so that's the second meaning i've under i must have quintuple underlined it by now but first meaning is the medium second meaning interactive artistry is to interact with all the different artists or all the different um, mediums you know um film tv everything can serve being oh we want to definitely talk about things like stranger things about game of thrones which there's the heavy rumor that uh game uh, that bethesda is working on alongside um elder scrolls 6 which you know e3s in the future may reveal we'll see now the third meaning which i just it slipped my tongue a little bit the third meaning of interactive artistry is interacting with artists themselves interviewing everyone involved in these and i stated this with again here's another extra teaser the order podcast premiering on the 1st of november my birthday 2018 this year going to be putting together whatever i need to it's just kind of in my own sort of they say uh do the thing that for you is breathing and that for others is anything but or whatever for me breathing comes as easy as breathing is to be engaged with this medium um and and to just show my appreciation and uh and to engage with and um vibe with and riff with um other people who are either in development spheres like justin one of the developers we interviewed nick um satna who we um will be awarding our very first of our about 18 or so um 
I think 18 uh, it was the number, Testaments of Amelioration, which we'll be handing out in uh, December, um, directly involved with, he he wrote the book um, Shadow of the Colossus, um, and The Last Guardian, An Extraordinary Journey. So um, so interviewing folks who had and write, helped write Celeste, beautifully, wonderfully acclaimed game as well. He, um, he was on the Game Over Greggy show, I believe. No, I think it was Gamescast, yes, with the kind of funny folks. And they're very, very tied in, very close to the developers. We want to interview anyone, artists, maybe even fan artists, on every level. Directors, um, Corey Barlog, <laughs> uh, uh, Neil Druckmann, Hideo Kojima, with a translator at one point. Corey Barlog, I think I've already said him, because he's a badass, and I'm just going to flash it one more time, because the man defies any kind of con like contained, limited-to-words description, because his awesomeness knows no bounds legendary Corey Barlog thank you so much sir if you're watching this love who you are love what you do and your team and your phenomenal um, everything that orbits what you do exemplary human being and artist um, looking forward to any and all developments with yourself um, whether it's God of War whatever whatever the future holds um, and God of War podcast I was telling Cygnus earlier on Twitter we're good we're gonna have a good time it's going to be a very good time. And he's getting all set up, by the way, a little preview for the man. I'm sure he won't mind me teasing it, but he's going to get set up with video as well because he's going from audio to video like me. So um, that's going to be a fun time. And it, it's good to kind of edge ourselves both, support each other into, um, yeah, just growing our setup and everything. And as you can see, the palatialness is real. <laughs> but yeah, it's only the beginning. And that's what's really, really great about it. And when you collaborate, when you talk about this this uh, this medium, when you with others, when you're combining spheres, when you're um, supporting each other, that's that interaction with artists is an, the third meeting of interactive artistry. So if you are a developer um, working on a game, uh, we have a few people that like uh, one of our co-hosts, Louise, um, has mentioned. Uh, um, some, some, like so many titles that they escape me. Um, if we've mentioned you on the show, you must, you must get in touch, and we, we would love to interview you. We would love to have you on the show. Go through the uh, entire spectrum again, not just games focused. That's another thing. When I invite someone on the show, the whole thing is, is, is to be natural. It's to be, it's to be aware that like so many spheres of life exist outside of games. If it, if it flows into games, all the better. And in fact. I find the most natural dialogues to be the most pleasant to listen to, the most worthwhile even having, because if it's too confrontational and if it's too, um, yeah, like uh, contrived and overtly structured, I think you lose a bit of authenticity, you know, and truth. So that's something as well that I want to incorporate into whenever we do speak with folks either orbiting around, again, literally every level of artistry that, that celebrates this medium, cosplayers. Uh, you know, uh, a f fan art, you know, deviant art, uh, you know, um, what is it, CG station, I think, an art station, I think that's been renamed, or, or whatever it is, those sites, whatever you find yourself doing, and composers, gosh, um, indie, de indie developers, AAA, I'll be reaching out, communing with everyone. Big, beautiful, wonderful archive down, down the line in the future of just really worthwhile, like, organically carried out, uh, multifaceted discussions on the medium on art on humanity on existence on all kinds of eclectic lovely subjects and having a whole bunch of fun along the way so that's what we want to end up doing and then eventually museums and such uh, again laugh roll your eyes i'm actually internally rolling my eyes a little bit but at the even behind that is the idea that look you know what interactive artistry down the line having something that really you know again who knows what happens with technology uh things falling apart uh whatever technology is fallible that way to have something uh that i'll be able to look back and say this is something that actually exists in the real world and say look this is i'm not that i'm thinking of it but like uh you know in blade runner um yeah they even though they went super super technological in the future they, they still found ways of, of of storing things um in a way that um, can be viewed many, many years down the line, and that's kind of, kind of the, the thought that I'm having. So obviously things start as they do, and and they say, um, you know, start with what you have, and that's what I have decided to do. And it's only been essential, no, not even essentially, just without a doubt, the most worthwhile endeavor 
of anything that I've that I've really set myself to, and I found my core life's um, calling here, right now, doing what I'm doing with you listening and you watching. So thank you, thank you to all of you for joining us here at Interactive Artistry for our very first video. Ooh, look at this oh, moving hands. Uh, segment and episode as it were so coming up to the hour now 56 minutes but let me do the rigmarole from memory because i can do this i've done a few episodes i'm sure i can do this so anyway interactive-artistry.com is where you'll find it's the crux right now we're setting that up now as we go into gamescom season uh, e3 season i'll be reaching out to these places um we count as an entity to be able to go to these places we want to be sending um some of our folks who are closer in those locations around the world to these places so that they can speak with people on the floor, which is our goal. So if you are in the know about anything related to that, I've started the preliminary process, but please get in touch. Oh my gosh, especially if you're going to these events and you want to have a chat to, um, I'll find a way to get out there. If everything goes according to plan, I'll catch that flight from Australia, <laughs> believe me. But in the meantime, our European wing will be Daniela. It will be... Um, um, uh, Bosniak Dean, Dean from Master, Mr. Dean, Master Dean from uh, Croatia. He will be there um, at Gamescom. They're not too far away from Germany. And then on the US side, you'll have the the Eduardos, the Steves, the Louises, and um, and Mitchell as well, heading to the E3 and such. So repping the company and the space as i just like to call it instead of like oh company business it's just the space for us to do what we do and be who we are and to love and acknowledge and celebrate this medium for what it is and for what it is continuing to grow continuing to grow to become um, and as we are doing alongside it as interactive artistry you know so thank you for everyone listening um yeah so that's the main <laughs> the main one there and then you're looking at facebook.com forward slash interactive artistry Go to the Instagrams for just interactive artistry. It's just Instagram.com forward slash interactive artistry. And then you want to be going to Twitter.com forward slash interact artist because interactive artistry is too long. And then Tumblr is interactiveartistry.tumblr.com. I found I managed to find it pretty much everywhere. Twitch is also interactive artistry which is lots of fun. Daniele started some um, streams on that one, which I want to be uh, getting more involved with. And um, we also have a Discord server, which I believe Mitchell has set up. Um, I'll try and find details on that. I'm a bit Luddite-ish when it comes to the newer things expanding out of the sort of that regular kind of, um, yeah. I mean, I'm about to say it right now. The YouTube channel is obviously youtube.com in case this is embedded somewhere. youtube.com forward slash interactive artistry. You can find us there as well. Um, but I will... I will get savvy and learn about all the things and who knows, maybe even do a Snapchat thing. If I can get that happening, that would be fun. If that even lasts, because, you know, who knows. But again, nothing against any of the mediums. Whatever is your favorite like outlet, that's fine. We want to reach as many folks as possible, so that'll be lots of fun there too. Um, anything I've missed is probably going to be in the description. And we're getting our new email addresses soon, but you want to be looking at sending to us interactiveartistry at gmail.com for voicemails for anything you want to send in beyond any of the shows literally nominate your show uh we'll gladly feature you on there so that'll be lots of fun and obviously the reviews would be wonderful uh in um you know itunes really helps you know five five stars is also wonderful but again put whatever reflects uh whatever whatever reflects what you actually thought um and then i think to wrap things up it's going to be, um, I've already told you about the shows and I've told you about the little teasers, but if you want the super condensed version, yes, the Order Podcast premieres on the 1st of November 2018 with Nicholas Sutner from Fumito Ueda Podcast joining me on that one to premiere that one and to be interviewing what we're hoping for is to get Dana Jan on there for the first one, game director of the Order 1886, um, carrying the flame of this beautifully... Uh, beautifully crafted a masterpiece of a game um, forever to be underrated because no matter how much what people do now it's never going to be enough to, to get it away from being underrated unless we get I mean that's the hope and that I know in my heart the sequel 1887 here we go right here 
let's make it happen um so that'll be that then uh, avatar podcast closer to the 2020 and dune podcast closer to the 2019 when uh that one's gonna start getting more um activity around that one there so that'll be lots of fun um and then let's see there's one more thing i want to say and this is related to folks in australia who had any notion of wanting to catch up in person we are going to start uh, looking at planning to appear at places um it'll just be myself uh with i believe possibly a brendan uh from uh, so keen for it uh, who is a kindred human being to me um he has his channel and everything and he um again so keen for it refers to being excited and stoked for things so if uh, him and i go to any cool sort of dealios for meetups and such that'll be cool to meet you guys and gals and everyone in person because that'll be lots of fun to to riff about this stuff without the digital kind of screen between us so either either lots of things happening down the line so i'm going to get editing on this thank you so much for joining oh my gosh i didn't even like i just like came as i did uh with like didn't lighting whatever it's just cinema verite whatever you like to call it anyway thank you so much everyone each and every one of you for joining in have a wonderful upcoming rest of the week we're in the middle of the week but hopefully this kind of carries you forward happy listening to all your outlets happy catching up on all of interactive artistry shows if you suddenly decide to dive into all of them and we will be releasing uh god of war podcast episode um 12 tomorrow fumito aware episode 7 tomorrow also coming out uh later in the day um so please enjoy those soon and uh the shadow dome will also be releasing either tomorrow or the day after uh and then interactive artistry i'll be doing a show apart from this one obviously i'll be recording over the weekend uh with uh, silverland cosplay and her friend melinda who is an old friend of mine we've known each other she's basically my second sister uh, we've known each other over 20 years and we're going to talk about kingdom hearts so please look forward to that literally that is a make this exist that just came to life as i said about god of war something that you sat down in your mind earlier years ago and just said i wish this happened i wish kratos became more emotionally developed and uh you know and this thing that may have even seemed like a pipe dream of like oh well no that's that's this this can't never be this but then what are we looking at right now he has a son the son jumps up and then when you fire and then you shoot and you fight together and it's amazing and cinematic and beautiful and the same thing happened back in 2000 and what is it one 2001 when kingdom hearts came out suddenly in the hercules museum cloud strife walks out again we cannot allow ourselves to forget the majesty of that moment coming out so i'm already super stoked to be recording that in a few days too so this wraps up our red dead redemption review discussion all that slash all the things related to this being our first video introducing myself the video actual version who isn't just a disembodied voice riffing a few things about our future about our present and our past and everything and catching you up on where things are headed so yeah needless to say thank you more than words can ever convey all of you take good care and we'll catch you on the next one bye now